I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 162, 162 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your host, Cam. Where it flows. And as always, guys, please head over to our Instagram page, which is Strap Season Podcast, or our Twitter page, which is Strap Season Pod. Link in the bio on both of those sites there, which will take you to where we're situated streaming-wise. We're on all the major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also we've got the visuals up as well on our YouTube channel that occurs every single week so guys make sure you go and do that whichever one you prefer just like comment subscribe share all that good stuff guys flows how you doing good bro what are you saying yeah man i'm good you ready to talk some boxing yeah big, big fights to talk we, we got two nice cards that happened occurred this weekend mm. uh, i'm gonna point to you which one do you want to go with first you want to go with the canelo or do you want to touch yeah. up on the jayapataya fight Let's, let's start with the big fish. Okay. Big <laughs> fish. Big Canelo. Yeah. Canelo, Jamel Charlo. Charlo moving up two weight classes to, to challenge Canelo for his undisputed 168-pound belts. Blah, 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 blah. We know we, we know the deal flows. Mm. Um, last week, I said I was quite vocal for terms of how I expected the fight to go. Mm-hmm. And I'll be so real, flows. I think the fight went exactly how I expected it, how I went to plan. Yeah. Um, Canelo is is. I want to be disrespectful to Charlo because I do like him and Charlo is a good fighter. It was a comfy night's work for him, right, Flores? It was very, very easy. I won't say very easy, but it was in fact, yeah, very easy. Yeah, comfy night's work. Last week I said, you know, I feel like Charlo is going to be on the back foot. We're going to see back foot Charlo just like we saw against um Castaño one the first fight where he'll be trying to fight on the back foot, looking to counter really and just work off the rope sometimes and try and walk behind the jab. But it's probably the wrong thing to do, but I don't think he, I don't see him being super brave in, you know, just going forward and trying to rush Canelo and let his hands go and whatnot, because even that, that will leave himself open to the counter shots. And we know Canelo's also an amazing counter puncher. So yeah, I think for me, flows. I have a way, I didn't see a way for Charlo to win this fight. Um, it would just be on him making himself not look as bad. And I, I don't want to say he looked bad to be honest, Flores. He just he just looked overmatched in terms of a guy that is just levels above him in Canelo. Um yeah. I don't want to talk about the whole oh yeah, weight weight class, two weight classes, blah blah, because as I've re- we've already established Flores, Charlo's bigger than him naturally. Cool, yeah. he's not used to fighting at 168, but it's not that deep to me based on just their profiles in terms of their, their body types and whatnot. Um but keep it a buck flows. Charlo was happy to survive. <laughs> yeah. Charlo was happy to survive against Canelo. Uh, we'll talk about it a bit later. Obviously, at the end, he was smiling in his interview. You know, like <laughs> he was happy to survive and not get destroyed, I guess, and you no know, nastily beat up, which he didn't. Yeah. To be fair, um, sometimes he was competitive, but yeah, it was him on the back foot. Canelo stalking, cutting, cutting the ring off, and against Canelo, it's just not the levels. Um, he needed to me, Floyd. He needed to do what Bivol did in terms of let his hands go. And whenever Charlo let his hands go, that's when he looked best. But be brave, let your hands go, combination punching. But the difference between Charlo and Bivol is flows. Not only does Charlo not have the size that Bivol has, but he doesn't have the skill of Bivol either. And it's just that's just mm. what it is. So, yeah, all in all, flow it flows. It was going to be futile for him. And yeah. credit, credit to him for not getting stopped, I guess. <laughs> It's interesting because Charlo's probably closer in size to Bivol than um, Canelo is. If, yeah. if we keep it, yeah, which is yeah. interesting. But yeah, obviously Bivol operates at a higher weight. Um, yeah, the, the fight to me, like like we said, um, there wasn't much of a way I could see Charlo winning this fight. Um, I, I, honestly, at a skill level and a preparation level. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because oh, that famous Kenny Porter line 
Preparation. Uh, <laughs> uh, a, a long layoff with uh, mm-hmm. injury. I think last episode we talked about the activity yeah. over the last. Oh yeah, I think what four, from two thousand nineteen. Yeah, yeah, it was basically doubled his output. More or less, yeah. in fact. Four, mm. four years, the level of competition Canelo's face compared to Charlo. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it's, it doesn't hold you in good stead to step in the ring with a Canelo. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, you, you said, I think you called how Charlo would approach this. I said he better not approach it that way because he's never looked good. <laughs> he's always struggled in that approach. And I, yeah, fair, he has. <laughs> He's, he's never his best work is usually when he's more aggressive, letting his hands go. Um, yeah, and I thought he would have learned because the blueprint was there. The Castanio fight, for, from um, Canelo's point of view, um, he hates pressure. He hates he pressure. Like it. Yeah, he hates pressure from Castanio. Even um, super bad, up the pressure against him. And yeah, gave him help. Yeah. Um, and the difference between well, them and Canelo hits harder and can take a punch better than them, man. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I get he he seemed tentative. He started positive in terms of box, trying to box and move, but you can't box and wait with Canelo. You've got to let your hands go. Fair yeah, Bivols should have said anything. See, see Bivol. Yeah, he didn't wait, man. That's the key thing. Yeah. Don't wait. Yeah, you can't wait. You've got to because Canelo's gonna keep coming. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna keep coming. <laughs> so. As he's coming, you just boom, 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 and move. Boom, boom, boom. Like, you have to, because yeah. it's just, like, yeah, yeah. You can't move and wait or move yeah. and stand still. Yeah, you've got to, In those spots where you're not moving, you've got, you can't let him close the distance, especially when you want to reach on him. Boom, 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 let your hands go, back him up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you want to convince the judges, you've got to give Canelo as little spots to operate as possible. Win the story. <laughs> like I say before, with a Canelo fight, if you let him have... Any success in a round, or enough yeah. success in a round, they're gonna give him the round. Facts. Doesn't matter how much good you do. Well, it's, has... <laughs> like, it's every Canelo fight. Like you know when Canelo we attacking and it's hitting the gloves, the crowd's Ooh. going crazy. <laughs> Great, man. And already that's in judges' heads. A lot of judges thinking, yeah, oh yeah, you might land something significant there. Ooh. The crowd always go nuts, and I'm thinking to myself. None of those shots landed because they all hit the gloves <laughs> <laughs> or, or elbows. But the crowd is going insane. So you, you've got mm-hmm. that to deal with as well in the Canelo fight. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a difficult conundrum because while it's crazy that we're talking yeah. about, you got to beat the judges too. <laughs> you yeah. Really do. Yeah, um, yeah he, he started tentative. And and I think I said last episode, I don't think Derek James enjoys that style of when Charlie's on the back foot. <laughs> he hates it. I was... Mid-fight commenting to you and I saying to the Jer- Derek James is, is killing me because every time they've gone to the corner, he's shouting at Charlo. He's having a go at him. Lambasting <laughs> him, saying like, come on, you've got to be aggressive, you've got to let your hands go. I know Derek James was pissed off. <laughs> he was just angry each round <laughs> because of the yeah. fact that Charlo was being tentative and not taking action. So, mm. yeah, I could tell Derek James was annoyed. Look, I can't even blame Charlo because... I think from round three or so, he started. I think he was really letting his hands go then, and he was landing some big shots. And you're seeing, you're seeing some of your landing huge shots that usually back up. Okay. Close. This is why it's interesting because the first I actually gave credit to Charlie initially the lateral movement initially for first round, for example. I said the movement's good. This is the right idea in terms of how to move, but obviously I'm seeing in round two that. He's moving and waiting, not moving and being affirmative with it, right? Mm. And that's why I said this it's gonna be a long, it's gonna be a long life for Charlo if it's, if he stays like this because cool, he's moving, but he's not backing up the movement by letting his hands go. And then obviously the first full fight, I think he lands some big shots. And as you say, flows, Canelo doesn't even flinch. <laughs> so already it's like, yeah, it's that's what I mean. Like it's it, he can't win on any, like, there's no way he can win because he can't even hurt this guy. You can't back him up. This guy's going to keep on coming. And obviously, you're seeing the steam on Canelo's shots just look vicious and they sound vicious compared to Charlo, who has power. But <laughs> when you've seen Canelo not get rocked by light heavies, legit power punches who are 168, 
what's Charlo going to do, man? I'm sorry, what's he going to do? He's, there's nothing he can do to hurt this guy. So it was it was a foregone conclusion from there, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, as you said, when you see an opponent that is taking your best shots and not moving, Flores, what do you do? <laughs> it just it, it saps your confidence. That's what, yeah. And it, it makes you think, boy, and you you know his shots are hurting you. Facts. <laughs> so, um, so I, I guess maybe it's a case of, like I said, preparation. This is his first time moving up at the weight. His body might not be used to it fighting at this weight. He's not seen how his power feels like at this weight. Mm. So it was it was a tough ask to begin with. And I think he accepted that it's a tough ask. And he was like, you know what? There's no L here for me. Flows, it's a, it's a win-win. He had nothing yeah. to lose. If you deep it, Flows, look, the first thing you can really say, oh, he jumped on two weight classes. That's the excuse number one. It's not no excuse. It's a fact. He jumped on yeah. two weight classes. Never fought at 168. Year layoff. Mm-hmm. That's another thing you can use. So ring rust. Um... Gave it. He was. He dared to be great. That's you know. That's mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, that's that's that against him. He can calmly go back down to one fifty four with his reputation intact. He's lost none of his belts, and then make that big fight with Terence Crawford, which is what he said. He's now won the Canelo lottery, so he's set for life. That's what mm-hmm. bro was he's smiling. And the fir- the first thing he, he was quick to say straight away, Flores. The first thing he said was, "Ah, oh, I didn't get. I didn't get stopped like these other guys." <laughs> so. Oh. So he, he he never went out like he didn't go out dirty, he didn't go out like Billy Joe, didn't go out like Caleb Plant. He survived. So he said, Oh, you know, give me credit for that. So, bro, at towards the end, he was happy to survive. He's got his payday, goes back down to 150. He was never expected to beat this guy, anyways. He dared to be great, goes back down to 154 now, makes another mega fight with Terry Crawford, Terrence Crawford, and then there you have it. Nice little run for him. So, yeah, man, he, he comfy for him, Floyd. Comfy for him. Yeah. Win win. He had nothing to lose. No, no shame. I guess the, the only shame is, well, we've seen Mel talk smoke, <laughs> talk smoky about Canelo in the past. Yeah, um, yeah. Typically, he says I can beat Canelo, whatnot. He's he's always said that. Um, but then, come come fight week, he's been very cordial, respectful. <laughs> Bro, it was, it was it was it was it was all just to gas up and whatnot. Yeah. That's it, and to get the fight. You know, you talk smoke yeah. to get the fight. From day I've known that the Charlos heavily respect Canelo, and they know like <laughs> he's a he's a real one. <laughs> like you, you know when he's like you, you know everyone's a G until the real G walks in. Like they know Canelo is that he's him, so they can't even talk too much about him to his face. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Look, um, it was it was entertaining in portions, um, but like we say, the story of the fight was was written. By like the by like midway, really. By midway, midway it was done. Flows. It was over. It was it was over midway floors um, because the guy wasn't going to hurt him. And yeah, yeah. Well, there was when was the knockdown? Round seven, I think Round it was. Seven. Yeah. So yeah. I, I remember. I might be. I actually thought that Charlo was going to get stopped even. And yeah, we've, we went to round seven. Uh, Canelo's landed a straight right, hard shot, and instantly you can see Charlo's bust. Like he's really like he's hurt from it. He's got retreated, legs have wobbled a little bit. Then Canelo's landed a... He's tried to go for the uppercut, I think. And it didn't really land. It was kind of like a glancing blow, Flows. Mm. But I think just from that, Flows, Charlo was like, you know what? The round's almost done. Let me take a knee here. So he voluntarily took it. He took the knee. Because I think... Yeah. Not from the uppercut, from the previous shot that he was still buzzed from. Yeah. Just to buy a bit of time. It worked for him. He survived it afterwards and he was fine for the rest of the fight. Mm. But um, yeah, he. I think... Is that the first time we've seen Charlo down? Or? I said, I feel like he's gone down before. Is the first first time? Is it the first time we've seen him down? I'm I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. maybe okay. Yeah. I, we. I think we've seen him buzz before because I know Castanio yeah. had him buzzed and buckled, but I don't. Th- yeah. Maybe we haven't seen him go down. Maybe he's been day. down early, early in his career. Maybe. Yeah. I, I feel like he has. You know. I, I, yeah. In my head, I'm thinking, did Hatley put him down? It rings a bell. I don't think it's because I don't think Mark, I think it was not because I swear it was I think, yeah. no it was it Hatley that put him down he got up and then he beat him up afterwards yeah. I think it might have been yeah. Hatley, you know? yeah, Hatley. Yeah, because yeah. I always say I always use that as a reason why Miles better <laughs> <laughs> I think so I feel like he has yeah. to, honestly, something's telling me he's been down before and he got up and yeah. he was able to beat the guy up afterwards so yeah mm. but this yeah. was obviously yeah this was him taking the knee in that sense obviously the shot hurt him he took the knee did the Daniel Dubois and got up to then, you know, finish the fight. 
Spence, have they? Rematch. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure when Tim Zoo's well, he's yeah, he's he was officially stripped of his WBC, was it? Yeah. Belt? So yes. Uh, so yeah, Tim Zoo is fighting for WBC against um Mendoza, Tim I think Z- it is. Tim Zoo's been elevated to champion. Oh, he's actually um, got the cha- okay, he's got the belt now. Yeah. Okay. He's Fair. been elevated to champion, so Tim Zoo will be defending the belt against someone. Mendoza. Mendoza, yeah. yeah. Um and I don't know when that fight's for, um, or when when it's is because well, essentially Mel could fight the winner of that, get his belt back, because that's pretty much what um, Bud wants. He wants to be undisputed at one six yeah. one fifty four, yeah. mm. and I think he wants to put hands on Mel more than anyone. So, <laughs> more than anyone, bro. <laughs> so if Mel can grab the belt off, um, beat the winner of Tim Zoo versus Mendoza, yeah. um, mm. then set up Bud v Mel. I think that's that's a good path for him. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement there. To be honest, um, I because I wanted to see him fight Zoo anyways because I felt like Zoo deserved a shot at the title yeah. anyway. So, and then yeah, but nice little run. For, look, that's a nice little run for Mel, man. And he's got the Canelo lottery, so he can even retire after this little run. <laughs> yeah, you know he's 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 done he's done this thing. Um, mm. um, as he said, he's he's the one that's held he's held up the Charlo name on his own back. <laughs> for a while now. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to yeah. the Charlo twins, man. <laughs> it's funny um, that he 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 was stripped by his bros that it, it was it WBC strips. W- w- bro, did WBC protect look they're in the back pocket of PBC, bro. <laughs> I swear. WBC be doing this. I don't think they've stripped I don't think they've, they haven't stripped more, have they? No, they haven't. No, so, they haven't. Um I'm trying to think who's who's it that stripped um Ah, it was WBO who strips. Yeah, d- um, yeah. So Mel was no. WBO. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was WBO. So yeah, Tim is now the WBO champion. Nice, He's been nice. elevated to that. Whereas WBC, um, yeah, back pockets of PBC, PBC and Al Heyman. Yeah, <laughs> cool. But shout out to Canelo. Look forward to the next one. Benavides or someone. Um, yeah, keep on doing this thing. Really, shout out to Canelo. Shout out to Mel as well. Um, yeah, decent fight. Good night. Um. Ooh. Undercard as well, first worth touching upon. Um, I don't know if you call it a shocker, but Barrios beating up Ugas was surprising, I guess. Um, mm. yeah, man. Um, great win for Barrios, obviously, that's probably yeah. a career win for him. Announced himself mm. at 147 like that, but Ugas, damn, obviously, Ugas, his eye got bashed, bashed up again, it was closed by the end of the fight flows. Mm. Um, he might need to consider, you know, calling it because obviously, these eye injuries can be severe. Um, the eye looked really bad, Flores, like really, really bad. And Ugas is a warrior, big fan of him, but he has taken punishment in a couple fights. So, and he's what? He's in his he's late 30s, isn't he, Ugas? He's not young. So, yeah, he might want to consider, you know, maybe hanging it up as well. Um, but, Flores, what do we say about, you know, tank opponents doing well and how they're going to big up tank because of it? <laughs> yeah. So, people say the tanks win against Barrios. <laughs> it needs to be talked about again. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, but look, yeah. this, this, the same barrister lost to Keith Furman. Yeah. Got, um, he, like, Keith Furman's hasn't fought since, had a fought yeah. in ages before that mm-hmm. fight. Actually, yeah. yeah. Um, Ugas, as well, been on the couch, hasn't fought since ever Spence. Spence, yeah. Yeah. So, and that suffered a bad injury. So, I wouldn't take, give, obviously, it's a great win for Barrios, um, obviously. Uh, but Barrios has been active. Barrios yeah, yes. will lose draw, he's been active. So, yeah. Um, Activity plays a factor, man. He's only lost twice as well, Barrios. He's not. He's not what. Yeah. He's not dead. He's actually. He's good. He's, he's decent. So, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Um, so yeah, yeah um, shout out to Barrios. Mm. Um, you guys, yeah, might have to call it a day now. With yeah, that, with the same eye. Yeah. Injury. Yeah. Um, Flores, do you want to just, should we move over to the card over here in London? Yeah. Jai Pattaya, Jordan Thompson. Um. This is interesting for us because they're now calling Jayapataya the you know the one of the best kept secrets in boxing, or if people been sleeping on him. Obviously, this is his first time fighting outside of Australia, so he's never really had eyes on him like this. Um, obviously, we sort of discussed about the whole situation with Masternak and Riakpour and how the opportunity felt to Thompson to match a challenge up Opataya. This is his first defense of his IBF title that he won against Bradis, which was a year a year ago, if you think about it. Oh. Um 
obviously by Opatai has been quite unfortunate since then with injuries because obviously the Bradis fight he broke his jaw in two places oh. so that put him out he then had a shoulder injury I think that set him back and I think also a hand injury as well Flo so he's had yeah. a few injuries so he's, he's been up for he's very rusty in that sense but Flo's the performance fantastic and it's a real like I don't say eye opener because to us obviously to me Flo's we knew about this guy. Look, when you beat Paredes and the way he beat him as well, mm-hmm. already to me, that's telling me that this guy is serious. He's very, yeah, very good. As in, that, that fight was a cracker, by the way, because Paredes had that late rally yeah. where he, you know, came on strong and he was really, mm-hmm. you know, pushing it and obviously broke this guy's jaw and whatnot. He, he battled through. But when you beat Paredes, because Paredes at that point was the best cruiserweight in the, in, in the world, quality, quality fighter. But when you beat Paredes, especially considering how we never really heard of a tire beforehand, it's like okay, I'm in tune. This this guy is serious. I you know I'm, I like what I see, but I guess this performance in front of the crowd, the O2 crowd, it was on the zone, kind of gave him more eyes. I think to the casual, he destroyed Jordan Thompson in four rounds, flows inside four rounds, absolutely destroyed him. Um, this kid Opatia man is serious. He's the real deal, and he's going to be very very fun to watch. I thought the Bradis fight was exciting. This Thompson fight was ex- the way he fights is super exciting, flows. Yeah. Relentless, super aggressive, come forward. He's very quick and explosive. Um, and he gets he gets hit. He gets tagged with shots. But this is one of those guys that you know will just bite down on the gum shield. And like if you catch him, he's looking to rally with bigger bombs. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, it was a very, very good performance. I, I would say that the, the opponent, Thompson, I don't think is a level required. I think a massive jump from his previous opponent to Opatai, who's obviously a world-level operator. So yeah. I don't want to gas too much. But for just from the eye, man, it, it looked good. The performance looked good. Yeah, um, yeah man. How impressed were you with Jai Opatai at Flores? Um, yeah, super impressed. Second time seeing him out. The greatest yep. performance was... I think we gave him... What did we give him? We gave him one of the awards. Uh, um, upset of the year. No, not upset of the year. Was um, it upset? No. Um... We gave him quick. What's the newcomer of the year or something like that? Might have been maybe newcomer, maybe yeah, so, something like that, um, yeah. or surprise or something like that. Anyway, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember the award. Because deep, yeah, before. it was deserved though because obviously we we didn't know about this kid up until mm. what he's again. He's only fought in Australia and he's fought guys that aren't like great. So you're thinking, huh? Yeah, but yeah, man, but, he's yeah. cold. Like you say, absolutely. Yeah, it was. I'm, I think he was a candidate as well for that. So, um. Super impressive, and now look, you're talking about layoffs. He's had one of the longest layoffs, had bare injuries, every injury you can think of. This appetite, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. fights being delayed through injury, but he came in there and he was piecing up um, Jordan Thompson um, for the f- for the first round. Had him hurt, wobbled, bloodied already, and he's he's the smaller man. This. Jordan Thompson looks huge, massive. Bro. I saw it and I paused. I saw it and I, I saw him at Flores. I said, "I said to you, there's no way this guy's a cruiserweight. What the hell? He's yeah. bigger than Okoli, massive." Got, yeah, Hearns already said that he's got to move up to heavyweight because he's way too big for the like the weight class. Oh. Too bad for him. Like, up uh, I reckon he was over 100 kg in there. Like he's yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, Apatai's power carry <laughs> was wobbling him. Yeah, he's he's his footwork. He's balancing on his feet. He's stepping in. He's obviously southpaw, but his backhand is coming in so so quick. It's very um, explosive in it, Flo. It's very explosive. Yeah, yeah. He's he's jumping in and almost switching to orthodox um, with his backhand. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Pump coming up. Like, yeah, yeah. like a a power jab. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, he he looks good. Um, and I always I criticize the cruiserweight division because of activity, um, quality. But there's a few candidates now which are emerging um, because the old guards are kind of on their way out. Um, the yeah. master like should have been gone. Greatest, <laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty much gone. Yeah. Um, Usyk's obviously doing his figure at heavyweight. Gassiev is at heavyweight, yeah. yeah. Gassiev. Um, and then we have, a few, well, I guess the, the domestic scenes is is pretty much cracking. Um yeah. And it's who can rise to the top, who can be the new guard of the cruiserweight division. And they've got to be doing it through activity and co- co- competing against each other. Mm-hmm. Right now, Chapatai is looking at the, the man. <laughs> yeah, he is. The, he is the man, <laughs> the I man. mean, look, 
look, he's the, he's the, look. I'll, I'll say he's the best cruiserweight in the world because you've got yeah. who has he got? You you've got the myth of the myth, the man, the myth of well, Gumalerion. We don't know. <laughs> so we got him. <laughs> he, I checked. He finally fought. He, well, he's fought since. Yeah, he, I think he fought this one. I think he's fought once this year. So it was like his first fight okay. in like two years. So after yeah. a two year layoff, he's now defending his belt. But yeah, so the myth of Gumalerion, Badu Jack, who should be on his way out, really and truly. <laughs> yeah, but Barry Jack's on WC. He forgot yeah. he's WC. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. So, hey, but one thing about Jack will get a title, boy. One thing about Jack <laughs> gets a belt. <laughs> Shout out to Badu, that's my guy. But right. Badu Jack's old on his way out. Uh, obviously, now you've got a Pattaya and then Chris Billum Smith, who we mm. know we've seen beaten before. It's beatable. Credit to Chris Billum Smith, he's a good fighter, but he's not a Pattaya's level. He was he, so to me, Pattaya has come to be the best cruiserweight in the world, flows and um, yeah, deservedly so. Um, yeah, man, it's just it's just just a great performance from him, man. Just, but Flores, you mentioned how he almost jumps in. This is why I was saying that he gets he, as in, you can see Brady. He got hit a couple of times. Yeah, he's also vulnerable, but that's what makes him exciting. Um, and I can he's that fight. Like there were times when Thompson rallied and hit him with some good shots, but this guy just shook him off and just came came forward again. So that aspect to his game, in the sense that he is he is prone to jumping in and whatnot. Can maybe someone can pick off, maybe potentially, but you have to be good enough to catch him because clearly this guy is strong and he's got a good chin, so he's gonna keep on going. And that intenseness, that relentless pressure, boy, man, it's a hard night to deal with. And to me, Flo, that performance yesterday was angry in a way. I, I yeah. could tell that like he'd been tired of injuries, tired of being messed around in purse bids because Masternak bottled the purse bid the day before. We saw what happened with Rackpool. They pulled out the day before. Was it Ombudsman? I can't yeah. remember what it was. But so yeah. that, he was complaining that, you know, they kind of made the whole build up about Thompson. You know, they put him in a small ring. You know, he he, he seemed like he was a vexed. So he wanted to make, he really wanted to, you know, just yeah. blow off some steam. Like, bro. <laughs> huh? Yeah, me yeah. and Zarpola. Bro, that's what you Yeah. He's put everyone on notice because obviously he's been doing his thing in Australia. Um, mm-hmm. Not many eyes on the Cruiserweight division. Yeah, outside, on the world level. Yeah, um, and now he's fighting in the UK under the matching banner. And there's there's no shortage of British cruiserweights to bear them. <laughs> so Trust me. Yeah, you can run through. You can run through them. You can challenge with them. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it, maybe the cruiserweight division might get started excited. Who knows, man? Hey, man. We thought <laughs> we had other guys that we thought were going to be the guys that you know that bring the cruiserweight back into the limelight and mm. hasn't really happened really. So yeah, maybe he's the one. Maybe he's the guy that can really get cracking because we've said so many times on this pod flows, you know, you've been highly critical of cruiserweight division that it's just stale, boring, dry. Yeah. So maybe he mm. can be the breath of fresh breath of fresh air that we need for this division. And um he cool. talks he talks good game flows. I like the way he talks. Yeah. You know, he's he seems dedicated, um, serious about it. Seems like an intense fellow. I like him a lot, man. He's he's definitely someone to watch. Yeah, look, um, there was Chef Clark on the undercard as well. Yes, um, yes. He he got his way. He's another young up and comer for UK. Yep. Yeah, another cruiserweight. We had Vidal Riley oh, fight so for the English it, title. Did, did, yeah, Vidal won the other day. Yep. So yeah, another one. So look, maybe all these guys just need to get crazy. Obviously, we got Lawal <laughs> versus Chamberlain coming up soon. Yes, Bwatsi versus Aziz. Oh, that's light heavy. That's light heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all, all we, we, these fights can can they can get cracking, man. They should and, make make it exciting again, man. <laughs> yeah, and Opatia said, you know, obviously, the situation is obviously, obviously, Billy Smith was in the crowd. He was, I think, he was commentating actually. So he's, you know, said, you know, obviously, Opatia called him out, and you know, Billy Smith said he's happy to accept that. But obviously, they both got to deal with their mandatory. So. Well, Billy Smith is rematching Nicole, as we know. Mm-hmm. And also Opataya. Um, you know, Bradis was in the crowd as well because you know Bradis is mandatory again. Oh, really? So oh, yeah. he has to Yeah, so it seems yeah. like and obviously this was a voluntary, but it seems like IBF, I think they asked for like an exemption to put that on hold in terms of the burst bids for the Bradis fight, so he can try and get, you know, the ring rust in terms of having like a quick voluntary defense over here in the yeah. UK and whatnot. So it seems like, yeah, he's going to have to deal with Brits again, probably in Australia. He was like, you know, he doesn't he doesn't see why he has to go back there, but if hey, if he's mandatory, his ways, he will have to take care of him again. So we're probably going to see Bradis, um Opatai again, and obviously we can see 
Akoli being Smith again. And then from there, we might have a route to a unification if depending on the result of both of those fights. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah. And in the meantime, Lord knows what happens with Gumalarion and <laughs> at the um, Badu chat. So, yeah, that division is hilarious, man. <laughs> Get them out of here, man. The herd said that Gumalari apparently has been calling like everyone trying to trying to make a deal or something. Apparently, that's what he's him and his team are doing. So, boy, I love man. That guy's a bit. <laughs> I, I, I do think I'm going to see the fight. <laughs> I think I've seen the highlights even once, but yeah, um... <laughs> that guy is not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah oh. shout out to Jaya Pattaya man um, good 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 win very impressive win um, nice win for um, your girl as well Flo's Ellie Scottney I think she she was a cheap yeah. one nice one on, on, the, on the undercard I can't remember the other fight on the undercard I can't remember there was one more but I, I might have yeah I think I forgot the name of it but yeah Scott, Scottney got a nice win still yeah, all right, yeah. Shout out to shout out to both those guys. Scottney, shout out to Apataya, shout out to Thompson. He needs to move up to heavyweight for sure. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, we look forward to seeing what more Apataya can bring because highly, highly impressed. Cool. So flows. Let's uh let's let's take a look at what's going on next week. We have uh over in the UK, we've got a title fight. Lee Wood, Josh Warrington. Um Hey man, Flores, you know you know how it is, Warrington. That boy will somehow get a title shot or a title opportunity. <laughs> he gonna leave with something. <laughs> um, yeah, man, Josh Warrington somehow finds himself in another opportunity to grab a grab a belt um, against Lee Wood. Boy, Flores, I can't lie, man. I think I think Wood should be demolishing Warrington. I'll keep it a buck, man. I think Woods. In fact, I see Wood stopping it. I'll be so real, Flores. It is. Look, oh. look, we know Warrington. This version of Warrington that we see of late is mm. more than vulnerable to be honest, Flo. We've seen him <laughs> look what Lara did to him. So <laughs> and in fact, it's other guys that are after Lara that he just had a little great in against. Um so um, what's the name? Lopez. Lopez. Sorry? No, yeah, it's Lopez. It is Lopez, yeah. yeah. Lopez. Yeah. Um yeah, what's his yeah? I can't remember his first name, but yeah. Did, did he stop? No, he didn't stop it, did he? Nah. Uh, yeah, but he looked, he struggled. I'm just trying to remember the fight. Yeah, he, he um, didn't stop him. I remember no, the he, fight clearly. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. <laughs> he, he didn't stop it. He lost by by MD. So, yeah, you you look at that. You're thinking how <laughs> how are you somehow getting a title shot again? But oh. hey, man, what's Warrington's very well connected as we do. I mean, he's always in the position for this kind of thing. But again, I thought that this would be a step too far. You've got. Lee Wood, who is a lot fresher, bigger, hard puncher. Um, I mean, we saw the way Wood dispatched Lara. And like I see Lara, you saw the hell he gave just Warrington. Um, Wood is someone that hits, bangs as hard as, as Lara if we're keeping it on buck. Has the size, is fresher. Um, will be backed by the home crowd as well. Yeah, man, I, I just don't see... I, I don't see how... Josh Warrington to can win this honestly, Flores. I think it's uh it's 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 set up for a wood KO. I'll be so real. And yeah, I'd always say this should be the last we see of Warrington in a title fight because I'm sure we'll probably see him again at some point. But hey man, he keeps getting these shots, he, he keeps getting these chances. So yeah. Credit to him, I suppose, <laughs> for being well connected. Yeah, it's interesting. Three, four years ago, would have said Warrington handles woods. Wood's yeah. been Hugely improved in recent years. Um, yeah, hugely improved. And Warrington's become terrible. Mm. <laughs> that Lopez fight, he was dirty, horrible, horrible to watch, <laughs> head biting. Lopez, who was the dirtiest guy before. It was filth. And the commentary was defending Warrington. They were, the judging called it an MD. I didn't give Warrington the round. <laughs> I don't think I keep working to that. He should have been disqualified. And if he fights like that again, he will be disqualified because there won't be any favoritism. I think Woods would be the A side. Yeah. But they'll giving him chances against Lopez. Um yeah, Warrant has become terrible. I'll be real. Yes. If he can if he can bring the old maybe Woods can bring the old Warrington out. Um Lara did something. I think the term you usually use irrepressible damage. Irrepressible damage, bro. 
<laughs> questionable damage to him. Uh, he hasn't looked the same since that first. Yeah. Because, yeah, he I, I know he doesn't remember the fight. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> he was concussed as hell. Yeah. Um, he, he's probably had some bad luck. He's probably fought some demons after that loss as well. Because um, mm. the second the rematch was a um, draw. Yeah, Te- yeah, technical draw because of Clash of Heads, yeah. And that was only in, in the uh, second round as well, so it was early. Yeah. He made a comeback against Kiko Martinez, but finished Kiko Martinez, really. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. Kiko Martinez, yeah. It was Kiko, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then had a stinker against Lopez again. So mm-hmm. um, I, I can't vouch for Warrington here. I think he loses. Um, but I would like to see the old Warrington back. Um if we get the old that's an exciting fight. That's a very exciting yeah. fight. Yeah. Cut out with the dirtiness and just walking into shots. But Woods looks good. So I've got I've got a ride with Woods. I think Woods wins and probably you, wins comfortably. You was impressed with the way he beat uh Laura that second time, right, Flores? Yeah. Um, Even the first yeah. time it was impressive. Um, he, he was doing what up until when he got yeah. yeah. But I know Lara's a puncher and Laura was killing me that second fight. The second fight, Laura wasn't even sure. <laughs> no champ, nothing. Just stand there and launch. He was just throwing Hail Marys. Laura was killing me that second fight. I wasn't even trying. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, um, Woods looks impressive. Um, he's fought against adversity, come back and produce big wins. If you look at the recent uh, deployments as well, Flores, I mean, Zucan, who we expected to lose, stopped him in the 12th mm-hmm. round. Mick Conlon, very good fighter. And Lara twice. So, you know, he's, you know, as you say, iron sharpens iron. He's been sharpening himself. He's fought yeah. some very good opponents recently compared mm-hmm. to Warrington, who even the level of opponents he sort of hasn't looked great against. So, yeah, I'm yeah. surprised actually. Though. I didn't realize Wood was 35. He's actually he's older than Warrington by three years. But Warrington feels like he's older, I guess, maybe because in just maybe I think he's how many fights have both had? Let me check. Well, I feel like Warrington just feels older. 30 fights for Woods. Well, so he was on this, at the world level for longer, I guess. So. Yeah, Warrington 34. So yeah, Warrington has had more fights, but also I guess maybe just the fact that Warrington is also in wars, I guess, that makes him feel yeah. a bit more. Tired, if that makes sense. So, oh. yeah. But, um, yeah. Wood's definitely in his bag now, Floyd, in terms of like he's, you know, on a good run of form, boxing-wise, and just where he is in his career. Again, you would never, like you mentioned, Floyd, we would have thought that Wood would be this far in his career, right? You know, winning world titles and beating Zhukan, for example. You know, we never really, never considered Wood to be of that ilk, but he's shown that he can step up and he's shown that he's at that level now. So, fair play to him. But yeah, Warrington, whereas whereas Wood's star is shining and bright, brighter, I think Warrington, as you can say, Flores is faded. So um, yeah, this, unless this is one last Hail Mary performance from, from Warrington, one last hurrah, I can't see him overcoming Lee Wood, to be honest, Flores. I think that yeah, he could potentially even be stopped. In fact, yeah, I, I'm pulling for the Wood stoppage still. <laughs> yeah, I go for it. If I was a better side, I'm going Wood stoppage. Warrington DQ. He was full out. He full last time. He has to be. Yeah, he was dirty last time, man. <laughs> Just worth on the undercard flows. Uh, the chief support is Terry Harper against Celia Breakhouse for the WBA right. and the, and the vacant WBO World Super Waterweight title. So, hey, shout out to Breakhouse. She's still going. <laughs> she ain't she ain't let go. So shout out to her. But um, yeah, big big fight for Terry Harper. Massive fight. Yeah, I think this was this was rescheduled. Um, Cecilia pulled out through illness last time, like the day before the fight, I think, or the right. week of the fight last time. Right. Actually, I think I remember so, us talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully she's at full strength. Hopefully both fighters are good, good and healthy, and yeah, this time hopefully it happens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. Cool. Flo, is just another card that's worth mentioning that's happening next week as well. Um. It concerns two former light heavyweight champions, actually. Well, actually, no, I don't think Zoda won a title that heavy, but Joe Smith Jr. definitely did. But yeah, we've got Zoda Ramirez against Joe Smith Jr. And this has happened at Cruiserweight. 
So, yeah, as I was telling you, Flores, it's hilarious because obviously Zildo had that one fight at Cruiserweight against Bivol. Lost it. So, yeah, had a lot, one fight at Light Heavy. Got got pissed up and said, all right, cool, I'm out. <laughs> look, 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 look to the landscape and thought, right, so I have a rematch before again? Or Paterbia? Nah, nah, I'll see you later. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's calm for, for, for Zodo because, as we said, Zodo's huge. So even at Light Heavy, he looked massive, especially compared to Bivol. I guess he was a bit of a smaller Light Heavyweight fighter. But still, Cruiserweight, dimensions-wise, Zodo's not going to have a problem with that weight class. He's bigger than a lot. He's, I think he's bigger than Apatia, for example, Zodo, in terms yeah. of natural dimensions. So, yeah, Cruiserweight for him was never going to be an issue to make or it, it was always a realistic thing for him. And um, Joe Smith Jr., um, yeah, was a champion at Light Heavy. Um, had a unification fight with Paterbiev, got knocked out, as tends to happen when you face Paterbiev. And um, I think he's just been chilling since then. But yeah, now he's moved up, looking to campaign in a new weight class. So um, yeah, interesting fight for that one as well. Um, the winner, I guess, announces himself as a potential cruiserweight contender. Um, so we spoke about the cruiserweight division maybe thriving at some point soon. Nice to have these two in the mix as well. Especially yeah. Zodo, who who I do I rate Zodo a lot. So Joe Smith Jr. I've never really been a massive fan of. Really, I don't really rate him like that. But Zodo was a good fighter, despite the Bivol performance. <laughs> yeah. Well, these are two guys Bivol's handled convincingly, yeah. pretty much. Um, yeah. I yeah. think there's one shot that Joe Smith landed on Bivol, which was maybe after the bell at the end of the rounds that mm. gave him a little credit for. But yeah, I, I remember that Bivol. shot. Yeah. <laughs> Bivol ate it because he ate it sick. Up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's a good fight for both of them. Um, yeah. Good decision to get get on out of there until the Russians. While the Russians are there, there's there's no real hope for anyone. So. <laughs> Zoda, so one fight that he said, "All right, cool. I'm good." On the other side of the street, said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing for me here. Nothing for me here, man. I ain't gonna waste my time. Man. There's no rematch with Bivol. There's no Paterbi. I'm gone." We keep yeah. saying, yo, you, you know, just, just chill until these Russians dip because you're not going to beat them. So just chill. And and we spoke but, about the cruiserweight division. Um, the landscape seems open for anyone who really wants up, it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. You can, there's avenues you can... You don't want to really waste anyone, really. Um, yeah. You know, at what yeah. is obviously making some noise, but... Yeah, like when you look at it, you don't look at... Obviously, no, yeah, Opataya kind of... Okay, yeah, he's put himself maybe as maybe the potential standout, but... Beforehand, let's say before yesterday, Flores, you look at the Kuwaiti division yeah. names, you don't, you think none of these names kind of stick out, none of them jump out to me on the screen as yeah. the pass apart. You know, it's a bunch of mm. potentials, and oh, he, you know, he's got, he's, you know, he's decent, blah blah. So, mm. yeah, yeah, it's, it seems, yeah, an opportunity if you want to build. It's but close. We, have we not been saying this for years about the Kuwaiti division? Because when Akoli, when yeah. he said, look, we expect Akoli to earmark himself as the standout guy and. Grab this yeah. division by the scruff of his neck and be like, I'm the man. Obviously, it didn't happen for Okoli, but it's just, yeah, we've been saying this for years, man. Like, uh-huh. someone needs to, like, you go for all the weight classes and you see one or two names, it's like, yeah, these two guys, or he's really him, like, he's the one. Cruiserweight's only division, really, you haven't really been able to do that for a couple of years now, man. Yeah, look, um, and I always even eye up the Cruiserweight division as <laughs> because. <laughs> Yeah, it, if if there's one you could grab a belt in, Buddy Jack went up, grab the belt. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> grabbed it quick. So um, it, it, it's there. For, it's there for anyone who yeah can make the weight. Yeah, go, go for it. So um, yeah, yeah, I I, I could see Zerdo and Joe Smith Jr. potentially winning titles there. Look, mm-hmm. I don't know about this Gunamarian dude. Buddy Jack's beatable. <laughs> yeah, um, Billy Smith's beatable. Yep, and yeah. Um, we need to see Jar Patai against. We need to see him a bit more. To, to yeah. see. But it's holes we've already seen. Um, yeah. So, yeah, make the look. Who knows? If everyone runs the Cruiserweight division, it could be it could be the exciting division. For real. For real. Um, all right, Flores. Um, before we wrap up, I don't know if you want to mm. <laughs> talk about a certain announcement that apparently has been made. <laughs> Which was this? So, a oh, oh. Been, so, so, uh, <laughs> to me, it's not an announcement. It's, it's not an announcement. <laughs> we we have to mention it though, Flores. Um, yeah. Whether we take it seriously or not is really down to us, really. But apparently, obviously, yeah, they're saying that Usyk and Fury have has been signed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this has been confirmed by not only Frank Warren but also Usyk's side as well. I've also signed mm-hmm. confirmed it. His promoter said it. Um, yeah, apparently it's all signed. But I just want to say, listeners, what a caution! Signed. That's what they said. Signed. <laughs> and we don't know anything about the negotiation with the purses and whatnot because this is where it usually breaks down, right, flows. You know, they go and sit down together for the negotiation, and the Fury say, "I want ninety percent," and the whole thing's broken down. So they've just said signed. I think they've got an agreement, but they still got to negotiate the purses and that extra stuff as well. It's apparently for December the twenty third. Again, seems very far fetched to me, but yeah, that's apparently what they're saying in Saudi Arabia. Let's not, you know, as my motto flows, I won't believe until I see the ring walks. That's my motto again for this one. My motto for five yeah. years was Spence. Crawford, so same thing here. I won't believe until I see the ring books. That's it. Um, when I saw signs, and then I saw to either be in December or January, I was like, yep. "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come back to me when you come back to me when you guys are serious for real." Because I've heard signs before. I remember, especially with Fury. Fury and AJ were signed. Listen, yep. remember? Yep, <laughs> Fury and AJ was signed, and everyone was <laughs> this course was flying. Everyone yep. was excited. It was breaking up. Then before you know it, it was Fury Wilder. Yep. <laughs> and then we, we saw Tyson Fury sign that live in TV after recording and saying, yep, the fight's agreed with uh, AJ. Man, the, the, the WWE signed it. <laughs> and since then, anytime Fury tells me it's signed or a fight's happening, Don't yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, you won't trick me up a position again. So, Look, for real, for real. it seems positive news. This is I I will say that um, mm-hmm. it's positive. At least negotiations are progressing, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, the fight isn't happening yet to me. Yeah, facts. No facts. That's I'm the same yeah. as well, bro. Like until I see the ring walks, I won't believe it. It's hilarious as well because this came out out of nowhere. Because like a few days ago, before this, they were talking about Fury was saying how he, you know he has no interest in fighting him and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. They've gone from that to like two days later. It's something magically signed. Interesting. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. December or January, they say. We'll see. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. But hey, man. We'll hey, see. Whatever, man. Right, let's, let's focus on the fights that we know are happening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we've got David Haney, Regis. You know, we've got some big fights still coming still. Mm. So yeah. Anyways, close. This has been episode 162 of the Tracks and Podcast. Once again, I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, guys, make sure you keep supporting us. Peace.